We thank the Lord once again we come before Him. First, let us read a few passages. And the first passage is in Second Peter chapter one verses three through eleven. I'll read for you. Send us 因此他已将又宝贵又极大的应许赐给我们叫我们既脱离世上从情欲来的败坏救得与神的性情有份将因这永固你们要分外的应勤有了信心又要加上德行有了德行又要加上知识有了知识又要加上节制有了节制又要加
but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Let us bow our heads and pray. Oh dear Lord, we thank you that you've given us your precious words. Oh Lord, watch over us that we may have a heart of fear to hear you. Oh, may your words do its work to remind and exhort us in us. And that our lives can be mature just like our Lord Jesus. We give you the following time into your hands. May your Holy Spirit move among us. Whoever speaks, translates, and hears uh, will have your leading. Please speak to us. Speak into our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So from the passages we've read, we find that as children of God, we have to be diligent. And in this matter, I feel ashamed that I am not diligent enough. And uh, because a sister had said to me once that uh, as far as God's words concerned, you are not diligent enough. Uh, when I heard it then, I felt nothing. Uh, until I saw God's words and I was sh- uh, I was uh, uh, shaken. And so I meditated before the Lord. So I like to share with you what I have received from the Lord. I also speak this to myself. If the sister realized that I'm sharing on the diligence today, uh, she would probably say that you are not qualified to speak on diligence. But may God's mercy be on us. May the words of God work in us that we may be diligent and do His work. So in the uh, in the verses 3 and 4 from 2 Peter's, that as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. Uh, So we ought to recognize how the Lord teaches us. So he wants to reveal in us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So we ought to recognize this in our pursuit of him. And in verse 4, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. So we see that He saves us and leads us. He has a promise for us. And it has an exceedingly great and precious promise. And in verse 11, we know that this is talking about the kingdom of God. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus. This is God's promise. And that one day we will enter. 
so for this reason, he wants us to escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. So everything that uh, has uh, with lust uh, cannot enter the kingdom. So God wants to save us uh, from this. So God wants us, He not only saves us from our sins, but He also saves us uh, that we can escape from the corruption that is in the world through lust. And this is by his promise that he will do among us. And then he says that we may uh, have a part in his divine nature. And to have his divine nature is what we've been sharing on this the sonship. But because it's in the sonship that we have the inheritance and be able to enter the kingdom. So for this reason, God has given the life of his son to us. So God wants to do a work in us to be, us be partakers of his divine nature. So for this reason, so verse 5 is very clear. Uh, for also for this very reason, it is for this reason that you have to give all diligence. In order to partake in his divine nature, and to be free from the corruption it's in the world through lust, we have to be diligent. And the reason that we are diligent is that we can enter the kingdom. So then we have following faith, we add virtue and knowledge and self-control and perseverance and godliness from verses 5 through 7. So on these things we have to be diligent and we have to uh, uh, practice. So when we practice this, uh, the, the cross of Christ will work in us and we will be partakers of his divine nature. For verse 8, for if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says that we, we will be neither barren nor unfruitful. If you're lazy, you will not have fruits. So, so I was praying before the Lord. Whether on these things are we diligent? Uh, as God arranges our environments uh, so we can experience these things, God wants to uh, practice us. And that on these things we can be fruitful. And as we practice these, we will be partakers of his nature. But if we become weak on these things, and we become lazy on these things, we will not have, be, have fruits. Uh, today I feel that there are many 
who are diligent. Why are we diligent? Often we are diligent for our what we eat and drink. Yes, well, our needs, we ought to ask the Lord. The food and drink that we take on this earth every day, God provides. But as we receive these things, why are we why sh- why are we diligent? And uh, often I feel that we, we don't really think about this concept. Uh, we, are, we are very blurry about it. We just simply live one day at a time. If we quiet our hearts to ponder this, uh, what are any things um, that we are partakers of God's divine nature? I know that many brothers and sisters have labored uh, so much that uh, their physical bodies uh, decayed and they, they went to the hospital. And suddenly he, he realizes that if I go to see the Lord today, uh, I'm actually going empty-handed. Verse 11 says, uh, So an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord. If the Lord comes today and He is among us, or can we meditate before the Lord? Uh, when we see the Lord, are we seeing Him uh, abundantly? Or you are seeing him poorly. When I was in China, so many brothers and sisters tell me that there are so many millionaires. Or even many billionaires. So they were very happy when they told me that I have such property here and there. So I would joke with them, uh, don't, be, don't be happy too quickly. And uh, when you enter the kingdom of God and you look at your property, it's, uh, you may be happy today. And uh, perhaps you'll be sad that day. Today you are so so joyous. And that day you would regret. Uh, when you're in the heavenly kingdom and you look on your earthly property, nothing you nothing of these property can you take with it. So don't be uh, happy too too soon. Uh, I wish our our sight should be set. We have to understand what can we actually bring into the kingdom. So verse nine is clear. Uh, if he lacks these things, uh, he is blind. And he is short-sighted. And has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. So we should have a faith to see it even farther to that day. If we have no such eyesight, cannot see that day, and we only see something shorter. Uh, here it says you are blind. So uh, you only strive and labor for uh, what you can see. Uh, 
the things that you're diligent for today to strive for, what can you bring to that? Uh, but you have forgotten that you were you you were cleansed from your sins. If we only are short-sighted, and we only labor for what we have today, they have forgotten that he was cleansed from his sins. And in other words, uh, uh, he, he, he is the same before he was saved and after. Uh, he has no testimony of a safe life or uh, a daily living. Uh, he's still living the same life and uh, circumstance uh, as before he was saved. So you can be a Christian, but you don't look like a Christian. Because he has forgotten that God has saved him. Uh, he, he is very short-sighted. And uh, oh, he, so he only he is only diligent for those that he could see. But he doesn't see the future kingdom. Uh, if we don't see the future kingdom, then you have no hope in you. And you have no striving. So he said, So our brother Peter encourages us that for this future kingdom and that we may enter it abundantly into this everlasting kingdom. So for this reason, God wants to do a work in us that we can partake in His divine nature. So as I meditate these over these words, I, I truly kneel to praise God. We know that we are corrupt. We are, uh, we are fallen. Uh, if we compare ourselves to God's standard, then we will feel ashamed. Uh, God saves us not only to remove our sins. Uh, he wants to do a work in us that we can become complete and that we have partake in his nature. It's what Romans says that we may be conformed to the image of his son. I think this is an incredible thing. Uh, we are such people. But God wants to do a work in us. So there was an elder sister whose prayer really moved me. Also she says we are like dead dogs and we are materials for the lake of fire. But it's incredible that we can be called children of God and we can call him Abba Father. So because of this and for, for this reason, we ought to be diligent uh, for God's will. Uh, the Bible says if we are diligent in these things, as we see God's kingdom and see our Lord, we will be fruitful. So we saw And so often when I uh, come to the Lord at night to meditate, uh, what things today have I done uh, that uh, has uh, uh, any um, relation to your divine nature. Uh, what am I diligent for today? And when I, as I meditate, I can only repent. 
I said, oh, God have mercy. Use your word to help us. But we have to see the kingdom of God. We, we must not be blind. And just as Second Peter chapter three verse thirteen says, we according to His promise uh, look for new heavens and a new earth. Uh, and verse verse fourteen, therefore, beloved. 你们既, Looking forward to these things, be diligent. Uh, to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Uh, be found by him in peace. So as Peter says this, we have a hope here. If we have no such hope, then uh, we can't talk about this. Or if you just live in this world and uh, uh, you're not careful about these things. But in fact, you have a hope for this new heavens and the new earth. You have such a great hope there. Dear brothers and sisters, do you have a desire in your heart about this new heaven and new earth? I know as we come to the United States, many Chinese come to the U.S. and the many people come here thinking that the U.S. would be better than China. So many Chinese come. Because you have this uh, hope and this um, desire, so you are diligent and you work. And uh, some people uh, can't make it, so they come in illegally. So we see how, uh, how they desire. Uh, to come to this place. And in order to make it here, they pay such a price. Uh, a pair of uh, brothers and sisters from Beijing, uh, his wife uh, got cancer, and so they came for treatment to and uh, so the, uh, they're not sure uh, how much uh, um, treatment they could receive in China. And uh, it's an astronomical figure uh, to come for treatment in the U.S. Uh, so I went to visit him in Manhattan and uh, he was he was confident that the treatment that he receives here is good and he doesn't need to feed money to the doctors uh, and go the back way uh, even uh, moves him more after the treatment uh, he he uh, uh, just for the bills. So the, the, the hospital says, uh, I've taken out everything that can be uh, discounted so you don't have to pay. So he was, he was very moved that in China uh, the doctors wouldn't agree even if they kneel down to beg 
And the doctors here even say, uh, whatever can be discounted, I take it out of there. So he thought, uh, this is great ethics, uh, so he wants to come to the U.S. So now he's, he's diligent for this. He wants to bring his son to the U.S. to study. So he sees something in the U.S. which is better than China, so he wants to be diligent and strive uh, to achieve this. Uh, we know that the kingdom of God is much better than this place. Uh, I've been in the U.S. for more than f- 40 years. There, there, uh, there are many um, um, unjust things uh, racially in the U.S. Uh, it's not as good as we imagine. But we ought to know the kingdom of God is much better. And the, 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 the ethics of the people there is perfect. And uh, it says that um, uh, you have to work until you're blameless. That you cannot even find a mistake in you. And uh, you cannot even pick out a mistake from your neighbor. So we know we ought to make friends with uh, the right people, and we even, I, I have to watch over my son to make sure that he makes the right friends. So when my son makes a friend, I said, uh, bring him to our house for, to, to eat. So I'm not, I, I want to be confident that he's good <coughs> Because we are all sinners and we all corrupt. Uh, if you ask my wife for my faults, uh, she can tell you the whole day. Because there are too many places where she could find. But on that day, he has no faults. You cannot find one fault with him. Is that a place that you want to enter that kingdom? We know some brothers and sisters, they look for a a partner or to, to marry, but uh, after decades they cannot find And uh, so um, they've gotten onto age, and, uh, but their parents have become very anxious. Uh, they're finding faults with every person. But on that day, and nobody is uh, with blame. Uh, isn't that great to have such a country with such citizens? Uh, today, when you talk with brothers and sisters, their words are like thorns to you. But on that day, our sins are uh, resolved. And uh, we have no sins. And uh, you know, people without sin, their words is, is love. And it's all gentleness. Uh, even if they just greet, greet you. Uh, because it comes out from the love of God in him, and so there's no sin. So 
So when you hear brothers and sisters and conversing with them, uh, there's such words of sweetness to you. So in your difficulties, uh, you're not that troubled because you know God will uh, take care of things even uh, through the saints. So I think such a country, such a place, uh, we would dream to enter. But how many of us have that desire or that dream to enter that place? So it says, if you if you don't realize, if you don't see these things, you're blind. But if you see these things, then uh, in order to enter his kingdom, uh, you should be diligent on these. We thank the Lord. He gives us this hope. So every Christian uh, ought to have this dream and this promise. Uh, for in God's words, are we listening here or here? We know that there are many uh, tes- testimonies of faith in the Old Testament. Uh, Enoch walked with God. So Enoch, he heard God's words. He heard it in his heart. And so he walked with the Lord. And so we know uh, Noah was told by God that God would destroy the earth, so he has to make an ark. So he heard his words, and he had a heart of fear, and so he went to do the ark. So as we hear God's words today, do you have this heart of fear uh, that will move you to be diligent on these things. May God help us. So in the Hebrew chapter 6 that we read, chapter 6 verse 10 tells us, to forget your work and labor of love. For in the labor of love which you have shown toward me. Here it says God is just. For the sake of his name that you put out your labor of love. God will not forget. And in verse 11. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. So here it exhorts us to be It follows verse 10. All the work and labor of love that we shown toward God will not forget. Verse 12, there's a warning. But you do not become sluggish. So do not be sluggish. This is a warning. But imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so we ought to imitate those faithful witnesses um, to follow their diligence uh, and their striving. So today God gives us His promises. So these we are received. Does this bring out uh, a, a positive 
force for us to gain these that we are diligent and strive and we see among the faithful witnesses when God told Noah that he would judge the earth and to, for him to make an ark so he gave him a promise if you make an ark uh, you will be saved on that day so when God spoke this to Noah his grandfather Methuselah 因为神的, 800 years old. Because through God's words, we 它那個方舟它的設計圖裡面,我想這個方舟的設計只有神可以設計的。I think the ark can only be designed by God。因為有那個方舟要經得起土天上那個洪水,天窗開了,聲音的口大開那個多的洪水的衝擊,那個方舟要經得住。Because the ark has to withstand all the shocks and the waves from the heavens and the earth. And at that time, he only had wood. So the boat had to, design, to withstand 40 days and nights of flooding. And uh, if, it's, if we had designed it, it would have uh, crushed. So only God can design this. Oh, he would be very surprised when he sees the plans. Because such a large commission and design, uh, how long will it take to finish this? And so it's probably thousands of tons at three levels, uh, big commission. He only had eight people in his family. How can they build this thousand ton ship? And, uh, and they can't uh, they, they have to do it completely uh, many uh, I guess Chinese factories they uh, they, they discount on the, the work they, they would put up these buildings and suddenly they would collapse and there are buildings that were put up and then right in the middle of the construction it would fall but in order to withstand the flooding waters uh, you have to do the, bo- the, the, sh- the boat uh, uh, how long will you build the boat or if you become lazy and not diligent and the flood waters come so he had a, a, a strong desire to be saved on that, that day when God's judgment comes so he had a desire and he was diligent to, to build the boat so he ate and he drank. But he ate and drank in order to build the boat. Uh, Matthew tells us. The, uh, Matthew tells us that when the floodwaters came, uh, people were eating and drinking and getting married. Uh, they labor in order to eat and drink. Uh, they also get married. 
我们知道，如果真的驾驶是很辛苦的，你一定要殷勤，不心烦做什么，还有摆酒席，是一大堆的事情。这是。We uh, know that even getting married is uh, very labor intensive. You have to prepare the new place and for the wedding. Uh, but this is their lives. They labor for the sake of receiving food and drink. So when the flood came, they were all wiped away. But only Noah, because he was diligent to build the ark. So he received the salvation. Because he had a heart of fear to build the ark. 因为在希伯来斯一家里面告诉我们，因为罗亚做了这个方舟以后，他定了那世代的罪。And so Hebrews 11 says Noah built the boat and he condemned the generation there。所以他的意思就是说，在那个时候，那一些人被审判了，他美话说，他该死了，他就是死了。呃，他定了那世代的罪。So um。he prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which So you see the ark there, so all the world was condemned. So he used uh, almost 100 years to build the ark so everybody could see it. Uh, when the Hong Kong built a ark for and the whole world uh, saw. Uh, because the ark uh, many people saw and they wanted to visit. So I believe when Noah built the ark, everybody knew. So when people saw Noah building the ark, they would ask him, why are you building this? And he would tell them, this is because God's judgment is coming. But so many people saw him building the ark, but they had no heart of fear. And they were still marrying and eating and drinking. But Noah, he, his heart of fear was moved. He had a heart of fear, so he listened to God build the ark. Today, do you have this heart of fear uh, to hear God's word? And when you have a heart of fear and you receive God's words, so as I meditate over this, and I only come and repent before God. And in verse 12, it says, do not be barren. So do not uh, do not be careless of this. Uh, and you treat it as if it's nothing. Because the generation then is just like this. Uh, they didn't care about uh, Noah building the ark. They, they didn't care about God's coming judgment. Uh, only the family of Noah, they were moved with godly fear and they built the ark. Uh, so the, such heart of the world is something that God, godly children should not have. So we know Jacob's brother Esau. 
Oh, he did not care for this, uh, this, the firstborn son. Yes. So he sold his first, firstborn rights. So the uh, Bible tells us in Hebrews 12 uh, that he um, that he, he looked lightly upon this uh, son firstborn and so he basically he gave up on the, the blessings from Abraham so the blessings that God promised Abraham and also um, uh, given to his descendants. And so uh, God says, of, uh, in, in, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Uh, but uh, Jacob and Esau are both born of uh, Isaac. But why was uh, Esau, he was born of uh, Isaac, but uh, he didn't receive the inheritance? Because he cared not, nothing about the, um, uh, about the sonship. Uh, we know that um, his brother is precious. Uh, Jacob, uh, he was he uh, he really looked highly upon this blessing. So even though he was tricky to receive this blessing, uh, so God disciplined him. But he, he, he really desired and he grabbed on He really desired this blessing, so God gave him. Uh, he was struggling with his brother at the beginning. And uh, so even in his mother's womb, he was struggling. Uh, he wanted to be the first to come out. And, and, uh, but uh, he couldn't overcome his brother, so his brother Esau came out first. Uh, so he he hung on to him. But he really desired and um, wanted to go after this uh, firstborn uh, sonship. And uh, so he, he was looking for an opportunity that he can gain it. So until he waited until that day when the time came. And the, God, uh, the Bible says one day. It seems like uh, it was coincidental he was making lentil soup. Or maybe because he, we know he's tricky, maybe he arranged this. And uh, because Esau was, uh, he went hunting to hunt uh, food for, for his parents, and so Jacob must have seen, know that he was being and so he waited until his brother returned and he made the lentil soup. Uh, the Bible didn't say that he was a good chef. And uh, so the Bible says that his, his mother uh, loved him. And uh, 
And so she she probably didn't ask him to help her out in the kitchen. But why the lentil soup that he made was uh, so attractive to Esau? So he made that lentil soup that day, and when his brother asked for it, the opportunity came. So we see how he was he desired and uh, he wanted to gain that firstborn rights. So he, when the opportunity came, he grabbed it. So for that, he was diligent and he strove. In order to receive that sonship. Because, because he knows with this sonship, he can inherit the blessings that God promised through Abraham. Uh, what he saw was not uh, something physical before him. Because he sees God's kingdom. Uh, we know that the, the land that he gained uh, was actually inherited by his descendants after about 400 years. And uh, so his brother said, uh, I'm about to die. Uh, what is the sonship? Um, what, uh, what value is the sonship to me? Uh, he's different than Jacob. But Jacob risked his life to get this blessing. If I have God's blessing here, uh, I won't be scared to die. So once he gained this blessing, he, he had to run because his brother would kill him. So in, and as long as he has the blessing, uh, he doesn't care. Dear brothers and sisters, um, in, if, do you, do you, uh, do you, are you, do you desire the God's kingdom so much that you don't care about anything else? But if you don't have such a desire, don't have such a vision, uh, you won't be diligent for it. And if you're not diligent, then you are barren and you really don't care. And God does not like that attitude. And in Romans, he says he loves Jacob, but he dislikes Esau. And so even though Jacob was very tricky and he had other things that may not be pleasing, but his heart for diligence and striving God really likes. And so today, are we caught by this vision? So if we are caught by this, and in order to enter God's kingdom, we would be diligent in strife. Uh, may, may the word of God help us and encourage us. That we may be diligent God's children. So that we may enter his kingdom. That we may be partakers of his divine nature. So the things that we read, that may, may God discipline us. And may the Lord help us and encourage us.
that we are obedient children of God. Uh, my words will end here. May the Holy Spirit use His words. Maybe one or two brothers can pray for us. that 
grant us the grabbing like Jacob to, to catch the, the fullness that, that you prepare for us. We can enter into your kingdom with the fullness. We thank you for the message. We praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 但是主上那一天我们可以坦然无惧无可指责的来到站在你的面前这是何等惊人的恩典我们向你献上感谢和赞美帮助我们常常存敬为你的心天天活在你的面前主上我们地上的日子可以荣耀见证你自己把你的福